Hey everyone, Dr. Eric, the fitness physician. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving break. I'm wrapping up my, my series. I've got two more, I think, uh, on testosterone onset of effects. Again, this is a video series I did, so if you missed the first several, go back, because this comes up all the time. Uh, actually, I had a conversation with a patient yesterday about this too. It's kind of like, when can I see results? When am I gonna see this, feel this, note that on labs, note this in the mirror, feel this, etc. So if you missed all those, go back and <clears throat> check out some of the original ones. So today I'm gonna talk about blood right so post halloween season a little bit uh, appropriate but talk about blood specifically erythrocytosis this is what comes up a lot people always talk about all oh, the concerns and the myths out there about you know, getting quote-unquote thick blood or elevated blood cell counts meaning that what we call an h and h hemoglobin and hematocrit and again if done properly this is rarely an issue in fact i i don't think i have i've ever had to have a patient give uh, blood or phlebotomize i've had a few that have already been doing it and they want to continue and, that, and that's totally fine as long as it's monitored appropriately uh, or if you have a condition that requires it. But if you're doing it appropriately, again, rarely is it indicated. However, you get some occasional patients who do need it for whatever reason, um, they need to, to donate blood to prevent excessive levels. And again, this is not polycythemia varia, not to get off on a, on a tangent, but um, it's very different. This is, this is what the myth that's out there. So it's just an elevation, just two, two measures. Not all your blood cell counts, just the hemoglobin and hematocrit. And again, rarely is it a concern if, if done properly. And again, this is most of the time you hear about this, of course, from all the internet gurus and fitness buffs and fitness trainers out there who are quote unquote hormone experts and uh, giving advice, um, non-medical advice and telling people how to do medical stuff basically. Um, and they're just running all kinds of crazy protocols and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's just, uh, unfortunately I've seen a lot of them come to me and I've had to fix them. And again, if you do it right, it's not an issue, but basically, you know, if you're hematocrit, hemoglobin hematocrit, you know, typically eight, under 18 to 52 respectively in general, maybe plus or minus a point, not an issue. But testosterone can raise that and that's actually most of the time a good thing most people especially older men have issues with anemia the anemia of chronic disease or anemia of other issues so bumping it up a little bit is not going to be a big deal if, if anything it's going to help improve oxygen carrying capacity again if you're monitoring that appropriately but typically see that not usually within the first three to four months peaks at about nine to twelve months so usually you're anything you're going to see within the first year you're typically going to see it and then you can make an appropriate adjustment so you want to be careful making huge adjustments you know in the first few months because things are changing as with everything right this is why i have conversations with my patients, sometimes it's hard because a lot of patients want, you know, everybody wants results instantly and you can because sometimes changes are happening, you just can't always see them. And if you mess with it too too quickly, then you're not gonna get the results you want or you're just gonna backfire. And then you're playing catch up and then you're going back and then you're going back and forward. And it can be very confusing. So you have to go things very slowly, very methodically because things change. Body composition, all other hormone levels, you know, blood counts, you know, prostate uh, tests, um, other uh, markers of insulin and metabolism. Uh, weight, etc., etc. It goes on and on. So again, you can get a slight bump in H and H, uh, and again, a lot of it has to do with uh, how old you are. Uh, older patients, again, may be more prone to this than not, and also depends on your dose and your timing. And and again, how to manage it is a whole other discussion, uh, which I'll talk about another day. But um, typically, you see that more with higher doses and single doses, like when you used to get back in the day when guys were getting big doses once a week or every ten days. This is more common, right? Because you get that big spike in testosterone, more prone to this erythrocytosis. So doing smaller doses more frequently is gonna mitigate this, or doing a topical cream where you're doing a little bit every day is gonna mitigate that dose. And again, a lot of it depends on your underlying health, uh, your age, and again, overall metabolic status and hydration status. So again, easily managed by changing the dosing schedules, hydration, uh, other things like this can be easily managed. Prostate, again, same thing. Uh, this is a whole conversation, but basically you get a little, you can get a rise in your PSA transiently, usually within the first six months, but then typically over the next, there's no change over the next two years. Some studies have indicated no change at all initially, and some have indicated perhaps a rise over the first six months and then no change after that. 
Others have said no change up to the first five years after the initial bump. So sometimes you get a little bump and then it stays flat. But typically, after a year or uh, your it permits where it's going to be same as blood. Definitely after two years, for the most part, this is what seemed that what the studies have indicated uh, on reading on reading this uh, report and some of the other studies I've looked at in the past. Uh, but this study indicated again a little bit of variability. But typically, you can see a bump within the first six to twelve months. But after that, it tends to flatten out. And again, it's usually a minor transient bump. However, it's going up continuously or really fast then you may need to take some action, meaning there's some additional tests above and beyond the PSA that can give you more specific information and absolute you know, next step, if anything, you could do some imaging like an MRI, et cetera, to look for any prostate issues. Again, I'm not gonna get into the whole prostate discussion here. I've done videos on this in the past. I'll do some more in the future, but testosterone does not cause prostate cancer. It's not gonna make it worse. If anything, men do better on t- t- testosterone. Actually, men with lower testosterone levels have more aggressive uh, lesions or cancers if they even have a cancer and uh, had do fare worse and have more aggressive spread. So if anything, <clears throat> it's protective and helpful. So it's a myth. Testosterone does not cause prostate cancer. And I'm not going to get into that. I've talked about that before. But but the bottom line, again, the guy's asking this too. is like, oh my gosh, is my PSA going to go up? Um, or it went up a little bit, which should I be concerned? Again, it depends on the number. And there are ratios and specific uh, numbers that I look at in terms of how much it went up over a certain time period and, and rates of change and things. But I'm not going to get into that here. But the bottom line is they can't get a slight bump but this is typically the time frame. So I'll do one more quick video to wrap this up and then we'll move on to the next series. So I hope everyone enjoyed this. Like this post, tag it, share it. Let me know what else you want to talk about. Um, go to DrEricPrimax.com. Doing telehealth, telemedicine consultation all across the country. I have several courses coming out this week on Primax Cellular Nutrition and Fitness as well as a, a fat loss course specifically for women. All you ladies out there want to drop weight using the most cutting edge protocols out there that work. Um, and very easy to do. So uh, stay tuned for that. I've got a lot of free content out there uh, on all my social media pages, a lot of free eBooks and PDFs on my website and some that are paid, but super cheap. Um, I just wanna help people get better shape, lose weight, feel better, improve their health and metabolism and so they can live, live, live a better life and give back to others. Remember, live to give. Everyone have an awesome day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.